Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 103. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And today is the day we talk about Avengers Infinity War. So, it's definitely <laughs> was worth the hype. The expectation, for me at least, was met. And I'm ready to do some talk about it. <laughs> do some talk about do, it. Do some talk do, about do, it. Do some talk about it. <laughs> yes, let's let's do. I had zero news. Zero news. Let's do it. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so we saw Infinity War on Thursday night, nine thirty. Stayed up till way past my bedtime. <laughs> And then we saw it again in XD on Sunday mm-hmm. because the first night we were only able to get tickets to like a regular screen, which is like, who watches a movie like this anymore? I know. So we had to go back and watch it in XD <laughs> and definitely was worth both times. So yes, yeah, so I still want to go back and see it again, <laughs> which I probably will with my nephew. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like overall the movie, I mean, cause you know, going into it, you're like, how can they have a movie with this many characters and do it well and not have it feel rushed mm-hmm. and not have it feel like you're jamming stuff in there? Well, number one, you make the movie, what, an hour or two hours and almost 40 minutes, two hours and 40 minutes. It's like yeah. two hours and 38 minutes or Somewhere, somewhere around two hours and 40 minutes. So you make a longer movie. You tell all the story that you want to tell. Nobody, I, and especially me, I didn't feel like two. You know, sometimes movies feel long. And, you know, for some reason, some production houses don't want their movies to be two hours. And it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. You need, when you're telling a story like this, you Yeah, that has it. this much stuff going on. Because there was so much stuff going on. Because with, with having all of the heroes that you had in this, you also had Thanos and the Black Order, which was four other people. Mm-hmm. And I thought this movie did a great job. Right. Of... It didn't feel rushed. Kind of breaking up into like, you know little bitty segments and into, you know, groups of people and teams and stuff like that. And yet it all just went together so nicely and it would just go from one little group to the next. And it was just very smooth. Yeah. It's kind of like they had these little vignettes of stories and they were able to kind of, not only did you have like these small groups, but you had like, for example, you had Thor and Loki and Thanos at the beginning. Then Thor mm-hmm. meets the Guardians. But then he splits the Guardians. So half yeah. of them go one way. And then he takes Rocket and Groot. Mm-hmm. And then you have kind of like their little story. And then he takes that little story. You know, those, that little threesome. And then he goes to Earth. And so now you're... So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you had all of these little stories with these characters. And they bring them together. Take them apart. And then put them together with another group. Yeah. Because I feel the same thing with, like, Hulk. He's with mm-hmm. Thor. And he saw Thanos. But he then goes to Earth. 
and then you kind of bring him together. He brings Doctor Strange and Stark, and um, you have those kind of going together. Mm-hmm. And then Spider Man just happens to kind of like, yeah, just kind of he just happens to be there, and he, he shows up, and then you know, then they the get thing. onto the ship. Now it's Spider Man and Doctor Strange and Stark, and then the whole kind of st- so it's kind of like. You had these little groups, and then they kind of split up and then get together with other groups, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a a very, very good way of kind of like <laughs> blending the stories and all of these different characters together to yeah. make one big story. So it's like a ton of little stories that kind mm-hmm. of all come together. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very interesting and, and very cool to see how all these teams kind of got together, split apart, came back together with other groups mm-hmm. that weren't together. Because eventually, you know, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man, they end up getting together on Titan with Star-Lord, Mantis, Drax, and um, anybody? Nebula. And, and Nebula. And Nebula, and Nebula shows, up. shows up. Yeah. So it was just really cool on how how they did that. Mm-hmm. Instead of just kind of having you know each kind of group kind of do their own thing, and then at the end of the movie they all kind of gather around and, and, right. and come back together. And one of the things in this movie, I I didn't think that we would see in this one was Thanos actually get all the stones mm-hmm. and actually snap his fingers right and get rid of half the universe. Right. I, I didn't think that we were going. To get that I, far. No, I thought that, you know, by the time we get to the end of this movie, I figured he would probably be one stone away from it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they just, I, I was I was surprised that he got all the stones. He snapped his fingers and half the universe disappeared. Right. Um, what was that? There's something else I was also surprised that that happened in this. Well, I'm surprised because we had this kind of list of people who we thought were going to die. And then literally none of them, except Vision, mm-hmm. died that were on the list that we thought. Now, yeah. does that mean that they're going to make it through the second half of this? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, a lot of people did die, you know, when he snaps his fingers that you didn't expect. But mm-hmm. it, then it almost makes me feel like, well, these people are going to come back because... You can't lose Doctor Strange, and you can't lose Black Panther or Spider-Man. Or Spider- yeah, because those, those are- three all have movies coming up. And then you also have Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which is going to have its third movie, I think, 2020, mm-hmm. something like that. So it's like, they're, they're coming back. It's like, and Guardians of the Galaxy, their whole team, except for Rocket, disappeared, and Nebula, mm-hmm. which... I thought it was a foregone conclusion she was going to die in this movie. I'm surprised she made she it. made it out. Yeah. And you know when you know the moment after Thanos snaps his fingers and I was shocked that that they made it that far and he snaps his fingers and the first person to go was um Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh no. He's gone." And then they're thinking cuz it's like I eventually would like to have seen him be Captain America, thinking, okay, well, he's, he's going to be Captain America. But then he he disappeared. And I was like, oh, no, what is going on? And then you think that, okay, well, th- this person's going to get dusted and disappear. But then it was um, Black Panther. And I was like, okay, okay. I, I, I see I see what you're doing here. I, I, I'm catching on. So pretty much everybody who got dusted in the 
the snapping of the fingers, I would assume they all are coming back. That there, there's some part of Doctor Strange's plan because he saw he went into the future, saw over 14 million ways the future plays out, and only one way where the heroes win. Mm-hmm. And so I assume and that you never hear what his plan is. No, you never know. What, you never hear what his plan is. But I do believe that his plan does involve going ahead and giving Thanos the the eye of Agamotto, giving him that the time stone, mm-hmm. which you know he said before they got to Titan he wasn't going to do no matter I mean he wasn't going to do it to save Tony Stark or to save Spider Man right he wasn't going to do it but I think that whatever he saw. It went down this path of him having to give the stone well, to Thanos. Especially when his last words were, we're in the end game now. So it's like, yes. okay, this is part. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it literally makes it seem like this is part of it. Yeah. So, well, I guess we'll see. I'm sh- I mean. So it's like, so it's like everybody who, so everybody who got turned to dust and disappeared. I, I assume they're all coming back. The people I'm not so sure are coming back are the ones that died before the the dusting. Mm-hmm. Like Loki. I think Loki's dead and gone. He got his nep's neck snapped by Thanos. So I don't think he's coming back. One that, if she doesn't come back, I'm very sad to see not come back, might be Gamora. Because she was sacrificed... To get the soul to stone. To get the soul stone, because it was a soul for a soul... But I am holding out hope that she will come back somehow, some way. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big character to be gone. And knowing that Guardian still has a third movie yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hope that there kind of is this thing out there that the quantum realm that Ant-Man kind of discovered in the first Ant-Man I saw where people think that maybe the quantum realm is kind of a backdoor into the soul stone where the soul stone keeps all of this, the souls. And maybe that's a way that she can, I mean, she can come back. I mean, she, I, 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 mean, I feel I, like no since you brought that up, I do feel like the Ant-Man, you know, not being in this one yes. is going to prove that there's, I feel like we're going to learn something in Ant-Man and the Wasp because yeah. it... Technically happens before this. Yes, it, it, I think. It, but it, I bet you they couldn't show it. You know, they couldn't. Yes, because do it probably going to be something. Because it would be give you a, a, it would give away something for Infinity War. So I bet you when we find out something in Ant Man and the Wasp, it's going to be something that's going to be able to save. They just couldn't, since it mm-hmm. technically happens in the timeline before Infinity War. That when Infinity War Two mm-hmm. comes out, Ant Man will be. Because I'm guessing it's going to start the minute after this one ends. I yeah, mean, as Thanos is, you know, sitting there with a, a smile on his face, as though he, he, you know, he, he accomplished what he wanted to do at his little farmhouse overlooking the valley of plants or whatever. I mean, yeah, who knows? But yeah, so I, I think that there's, you know, I mean, you know, put your trust in Marvel because that they've yet to lead you astray. Mm-hmm. That there is a reason why Ant Man wasn't in this movie, and Ant Man's movie is coming out this summer but it's also 
the movie takes place in the timeline before this movie and, you know, moments after Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it's got to do something with the quantum realm. I, I bet you does. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Because they, they have to go and get, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer's character out, out of there somehow because she's in the, the movie. Right. So, and I'm sure, you know, like you said earlier, there's going to be something that happens in Ant-Man. Where it, you know, it's going to get us all thinking, oh, is this, is, is this a possible way that they're going to help with Ant-Man? So I would assume in the dusting of everybody. Well, I'm guessing like in the, um, in the, like maybe the end credit scene for mm-hmm. Ant-Man, there's going to be something about Infinity War. Yeah, because I would, I would assume that. Ant-Man makes it out of the dusting. I, I think that there's going to be something in this, in the Ant-Man movie over the summer that is going to give us some insight into what can happen in Infinity War 2. Mm-hmm. And then that's it's what be we're like, calling it because we don't have the title because supposedly the title for the second one will give away something. So they're going to hold on to what the title of it is for as long as possible. Well, yeah, because I would guess like in the end credits, it would be like either the Wasp Gets Mm -hmm. dusted or, you know, something happens like he gets a phone call or Steve Rogers calls him up or something. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a, the step in between. So Ant-Man can be in Infinity War like right away, like the second one. Yes. And and I think that Ant-Man, the after credit scenes will probably have something to do with the Infinity War, not Captain Marvel, because I think that we've gotten what we've gotten for Captain Marvel from the end credit scene of this movie sets up Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think the Ant-Man thing will have something to do with the dusting and Ant-Man making it through that. And I bet you that'll be the end credit. And then maybe the end credits of Captain Marvel will be her getting the page <laughs> from, uh, yes, because, because I, yeah, because her movie most likely it, it might start off kind of like how Wonder Woman did, where it's bookend by current time. Like it might show something that she's. Oh, that could be. Doing. I mean, they did the same thing with Captain America, didn't they? Or it was just ended with now. He woke I think up. It might have ended with now. I think because he woke up and it made it look like he was still set back in wherever right. you know nineteen forties or wherever he he was, but then it wasn't. It was current yeah yeah current time but i think they might do that you know the the bookend current time with the origin be. stuff in the middle somehow mm-hmm. but yeah i do i think that they'll, they'll end they'll end captain marvel with her getting the getting the page yeah so yeah so let's see what can we talk about so just pick something there's so much good stuff in here well let's pick the one thing that i was Let's pick the one thing that kind of made us kind of question. Okay. So Thanos, you know, he goes back to Titan. Yes. The guy, you know, Guardians are there. Captain, or uh, I was supposed to say Captain Strange. Doctor Strange, Stark, Spider-Man, they're all there. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get the gauntlet off of Thanos. Yes. So... Why didn't they? Like, I think you had brought it up. Why didn't they just cut his hand off? Like they, like they did with the Black Dwarf, right? In like their, put in their his first arm fights. through a different porthole. 
Yeah. Or whatever those things are that Doctor Strange and then cut cut them off. Because I I immediately thought about that when they were having that fight with Thanos on Titan because we saw it earlier in the movie that the the black dwarf got, you know, they opened up a door to put him on like the North Pole or Antarctic or wherever he was and like he reached was reaching back through and then they closed the the opening and it cut off his hand. Mm-hmm. And it also was the same hand that has the, the gauntlet on it. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, is, are, are they going to do this? Because Spider-Man at this time is jumping through, through one, one right, hole to another. And, and then just, Mantis jumped through one to get on top of Thanos. Yeah. So I thought that that's what they were going, going to do to get it off of him, but they, they never did. And I was like, oh, okay, but maybe, maybe they just didn't think about it. Well, maybe not because, you know, Wong is the one who did it and it was yeah. just him and Hulk. Strange and Stark had already gone. Yeah. So so the so the people who so the people who did it at the beginning of the movie weren't around for this. Right. So maybe they just clearly just didn't it they didn't well, yeah. know, didn't it just think about weird it. That and, they would show it and then be like, Why why wouldn't mm-hmm. they just do that? I mean yeah. you would think that if Wong knows how to do that, Doctor Strange would do that too. Yeah. Uh, who knows? But anyway, the fight itself was still super cool. Um, when he takes the moon yes. and like throws it, uh-huh. you know, grabs it with the his glove. And then the, all the stuff when he gets the reality stone and he can just kind of manipulate reality. And it's like mm-hmm. your gun is turns into like bubbles. And- bubbles. Yeah, uh, there are so many great scenes. And, and that was one when they went to, you know, like a planet nowhere or whatever to, yeah. to try to stop Thanos from getting the reality stone and you you show up and you see thanos and the collector mm-hmm. and you're thinking okay well he hasn't given it to him yet and then thanos you know gets stabbed in the neck by the broken sword of gamora and she's crying and sobbing over it and you're thinking what the what the hell Right, I'm like, this is too. Something's going to happen here. This is too easy. Well, and they even say, and and, and yeah, and that's P- it? Peter Quill goes, "That's it. That that was awfully fast." Mm-hmm. But it, it Thanos had already gotten the reality stone and changed reality. And by the time he starts talking and undoing what you see, you see the whole thing is just in flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing left. Even the collector. It's funny because. When the reality is leaving, he's like waving by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos even put Tobias in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. From Arrested Development. Yeah. You, know, you saw a little a little Easter egg of him and his blue man group <laughs> paint. <laughs> kind yeah. of blending in with the background, but I thought that was funny. I missed it the first time. And then I remember somebody saying there was mm-hmm. going to be an Arrested Development Easter egg in there. And so then I kind of looked for it. So when we saw it the second time, yeah. I knew, I knew to look it, for yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it was quick. It was quick, and it was a little blurry too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like you had to know you're what you're looking at. So. Yeah, yeah. So and then so so I mean, that scene was great. the The fight scene at the beginning of the movie with with Thanos and Hulk. Oh yeah, was was awesome because you could see because Thanos is pretty much the same size as the Hulk is. Mm-hmm. And you see the difference between all-out rage and somebody who is trained. I know because Hulk fighting. just knows how to smash, and that's all he was doing was just all rage, smashing, punching, all this stuff. And then 
Thanos kind of, you know, lets Hulk do his thing, and then Thanos kind of takes over and ducks and blocks and just whips up on Hulk to the point at the very beginning of the movie to where Hulk, I feel, was very scared and did not want to come back out. And that's why he never came back out and told, you know, Banner, uh, you know, a couple times, you know, no, like, no, like he's not coming back out. He doesn't want to at all. Yeah. He's, because Hulk, I mean, he's, he's like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And this was, this was like the first time where Hulk just got demolished. Mm -hmm. Like he, he took a beating was, he was knocked out and he was probably, he scared and oh, so yeah. i mean i'm so i'm very interested to see where hulk goes from here mm-hmm. because you know banner said you know we need to have a talk so eventually they're going to have a talk and you got to see hulk back he's got to get his confidence back i think that's what he, he's lost he lost his his confidence and he's shaken and scared and yeah. wants to nothing to do with any of this mm-hmm. stuff he's like i'm out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not coming back because I thought, I thought that we would have seen Hulk again, and this kind of goes into like the trailer that they had released, where you have Hulk running through the the jungle with Captain America and Black Panther and all that, thinking that okay, they're going to have Hulk's going, he's going to come back, he's he's going to. I thought that he would have that Banner would have hulked out in the Hulkbuster suit, and then that's when the Hulk yeah would have come back, but then he he never did. And you never got that scene from the trailer, which that that scene from the trailer turned out to be a red herring, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool to throw stuff in there that isn't in the movie, but it would get you thinking that you thought you knew how things were going to play out. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought that was. I mean, I kind of thought it was weird. I'm like, wait a minute, because I think I saw a trailer on TV or something, and I was like, it had a Hulk in it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. That didn't happen. That's did they did they end up changing something, or did they just do it like you said to just kind of yeah. put you on the wrong thing, or is that something maybe is going to be seen later in, in Infinity War two, where maybe time gets gone goes back in time and then it's yeah. different. Yeah, because they they pretty much shot both these movies at the same time. Well, yeah, because even the actors were like, I don't know when I'm filming something if it was for one or two. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't know what they, you know, what they were filming. They didn't know what other people were doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. they didn't even. Yeah. And then even at that, they pretty much just knew their script. Right. And they even had, because I saw something when they were on Jimmy Kimmel. Well, I saw a, a group of them that had like um, Robert Downey Jr. and um, Zoe and. Spider-Man and Vision and Mantis, they were on there and they were talking about how they were given scripts like of the whole thing, but they were also fake scripts. So the actors didn't know what was fake and what was real because I guess there was also multiple fake scripts out there (coughs) that that they were, that they were. Or I'm sure they even shot some scenes that were fake. Oh, just yeah, to, just to just to throw them off and try to because they did such an awesome job with keeping a lid on this and not letting things get out because there was even one where um, Spider Man, what's his name, Tom Tom Holland. Holland, that he was saying in the interview that he 
he got a script and he started reading it. And the script, in the script, it, it said, you know, Spider-Man goes to space. And so he said once he got to that part, he was like, no way. So then he just put the script down. <laughs> he, he didn't. So he didn't believe that Spider-Man was, was going to space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. And so speaking of, I, I think another thing that this one did, this movie did really well, was introducing characters that we've known separately to each other. Yes. Like... Thor meeting Star-Lord. And, you know, the whole kind of, you know, Star- and they make kind of like some, like, you're one sandwich away from being fat. And, like, this is a man. You're a dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a man. And she's, yeah. like, you know, looking at his muscles and the mm-hmm. whole, you know, all the jokes and stuff. And it's like, the jokes in this movie felt like they weren't forced. No, they weren't forced. It like was that, just like in conversation, just in normal acts and of it's like what's going on. These characters have already built this into their kind of like their life and their stories. Mm-hmm. Like Star Lord, I mean, it's all jokes. You know, that's all he does is jokes. And you know, Thor, his jokes are jokes, but he doesn't know. It's like you know, his personality, he just doesn't get it. Yeah. But he's like, come here, rabbit. You know, because and it's. You know, it's like funny stuff like that. It's kind of like built into their personalities already. And it's not like when you watch Justice League where you feel like it was an afterthought. You're forcing it. This Batman that you've built with Ben Affleck doesn't joke. And then all of a sudden now he's going to make these one-liner mm-hmm. jokes. It's like it yeah. doesn't fit the character. And it's kind of like this one did a really good job with with that and just keeping the characters as who they are. And then when they're meeting each other, like Dr. Mm. Strange and Stark, I mean, they're basically the same person. One has magic powers. One has a suit. I mean, they literally have the same haircut. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they do. And I mean, they're literally the same person. And I mean, like attitude, they think they know it all. Yeah. And and they're, they're on screen. Right. Was, was great. Yeah, it was he's, awesome. Just he's like, back I gotta go save the wizard. But yeah, it's, it's seeing this movie, and I so you know watched it Thursday night and then watched it Sunday. Saturday night, my boys wanted to watch Justice League, and I was like, okay. And so I started it, and it was probably two three minutes into it, and it it was. So so bad and so ridiculous. And I was just thinking how far away DC and Warner Brothers are from anything good. Mm-hmm. Like they are so far away from it. And, and Justice League is so bad. And you see you see the difference in er- in everything. Like the way the, the, the sets and the places look visually between Marvel and DC... It's like the, the the DC ones, they look like they're a set. Mm-hmm. It's all dark. It's, it's, it's all, all the same. And it's it's like, are they, it's like, I don't understand. It's it just, it's just, they just look very setty. Where the Avengers, it's, it's like it's happening like here. Mm-hmm. Just like out in right. the public. And so, so that really was, was bothering me. And then you get to every, I mean, everything else, the, the stories, the way DC has, they, they've completely pressed or not, maybe not DC, but Warner Brothers has, has put the pressure on DC to make something great and do it now. 
but not really take the time to do something great. To where they've they've just they've tried to put out this stuff too quick, mm-hmm. and it's they are so far behind, and it's it's bad. Like they pretty much need to burn that shit to the ground and start all over. Your, one, your, your that- Wonder Woman movie was great, but right now that's that's the only thing that you have that is great is the Wonder Woman movie. Batman vs Superman should never have been should never have been done should never have been done and Zack Snyder should never have taken the the bait when the media was like so what are you going to do now after Man of Steel Batman vs Superman and then I'm sure Warner Brothers because they know everything probably put the pressure on Zack Snyder to say hey you need to do Batman vs Superman don't worry about Man of Steel too mm-hmm. so it, so they they have a long way to go and then the special effects. Between the two is light years apart. Like this movie, Thanos, man, Thanos was ridiculous. I know. He looked a character that was pretty much 100% CGI. Yes. But I mean, like even his eyes, like, you know, you could see Josh Brolin Mm -hmm. in there and. You know, it, you know, like his skin. It looks like skin. Yeah. And he has all of the, you know, his scars and all the different things and, yeah, and the way like, he moves. Like the, the 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 his his head. Mm-hmm. It looked like his head had been shaved, and because he had like tiny little stubble. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's like all all those tiny. Little details. Because when something is off, even like by a small thing, it takes you out of the movie. Oh, this is... Yes. It takes you out of being immersed in a world until where I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm just watching something on a screen. You mm. know, because like when you see something that looks fake, it just kind of takes you out of it, the scene. Yeah. And not to not to kick the you know dog shit out of Warner Brothers and DC for their Justice League movie and Steppenwolf being a fucking horrible character for... Many reasons. The, it was a character who looked very unfinished. But even at that, if it would have been a finished piece, I don't still think it would have been good because it was a computer rendering instead of trying to do the, the motion capture CGI stuff. I feel the same way but, with Wonder Woman with their big Yeah, with their big bad. I mean, you still, you know, the movie was good, but there was still stuff that it's like, mm-hmm. it's it's still rough. Yep, and Doomsday was right there too, where Doomsday looked like something from the, the what? What's those movies? The they had the three the three movies with the trolls and Lord of the Rings. Oh, that kind of stuff. Because he looked Doomsday looked like a character out of there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like a Doomsday that we all know. But Thanos looks exactly how if you would take him out of comic book page and say what would he look like real life? That's what he would look like real life. And Fox. They had this. They had the same fucking problem, where they had apocalypse. Apocalypse, I assume, is like an offspring, you know, possibly from Thanos. He should have been just as big as Thanos. Looked very similar to Thanos, but no, you didn't do any of that. You pretty much dressed up a normal sized dude and put paint on an his old face. Man. And it's it. And even like the paint completely, on the face, completely like, missed it. Even like paint on a face. Like even Gamora, she doesn't look like she's painted. It looks no, like it's she her doesn't. skin, and it's yes. because they add in the color, 
It's not like just green paint. It's all different shades and it gets all the different tones and it mm -hmm. does all the different contours and all that kind of stuff all over. Yeah. And, but that, and you look and, at, uh, what's her name? Uh, Mystique. It, just, it, it, it looks really bad. Like mm -hmm. it just looks like it's blue paint. Well, when she has it on, yeah, it looks like blue paint. And then the, the hair is horrible and it's, just, it's like Fox and Warner brothers. They have, zero fucking clue on how to make this stuff work. And the thing is, is that because Marvel can do it, you know the technology is out there. It's like, why are you not using it? It's yeah. not like Marvel owns how to contour face paint. Mm -hmm. Because... And how to you, do CGI. Because Warner Brothers does it for their their monkey movies mm -hmm. that they do. Yeah. Like... Rampage's monkey, the gorilla, was far better than Steppenwolf was. Yeah. But anyway, back to... Let's get off of the Hate other movies that we yes. don't like and get back so, on the Avengers. So Thanos. Since we're already talking about Thanos and how badass he looked. To go along with his badassness, I thought that his character mm -hmm. was, was awesome. Because... Well, I, yeah, because you, you can. It's not like he was is like this huge. I mean, okay, yes, he's a very bad guy. He's the Mad Titan. He's horrible. He wants to kill half the universe, but in his mind, he's he wants to kill half the universe to save the universe. Mm -hmm. He feels that if he if he doesn't do this, then the whole universe is going to die. Right, and he's doing it to save it. And see, I love when they do, you know, you have a bad character, but you see it's not just just one layer. It's not mm -hmm. just, I'm a mad titan and I want to kill half the universe. Yeah, there there is he a has legit to make reason. You know, and he has to make sacrifice by mm -hmm. killing Gamora, and that really is a sacrifice to him. Yeah. And, you know. And so much so that you have to believe it because he got the stone. Right. And it's just do. not like, it's just not, you know, somebody else that was there with him, you know, oh, sacrifice, oh, I'll toss whoever in. Mm -hmm. So it's the Soul Stone truly believed how he felt about Gamora, and that's why the Soul Stone went to him. Right. And that's kind of like why you see Gamora at the end, I feel like, too. The small, yeah. the small little child. Yeah, after said, he snaps, you do his, it? snaps his fingers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like he has a moment where he might be in another realm. Mm. I, yeah, I, possibly in the Soulstone realm-ish thing, mm -hmm. talking to, you know, little, you know, little girl Gamora. Right. And she's, did you do it? Because, mm -hmm. you know, she knew, you know, that was... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so you see the different, the story. And, like, you know, when he's explaining it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then it's because he has something to fall back on, which was, you know, his his home planet, Titan, went through this. Like, he said, hey, the way that you need to do this is we, we, need, to, we need to get rid of half. Mm -hmm. And we can do it at random, rich, poor, nobody's, nobody's safe, there, no class is safe. It's just going to be at random to save well, the see, planet. Well, see, I feel like when he talks about Tugamore when he didn't have... The courage to do it last time. Mm -hmm. I feel like he might have been talking about his planet. Yeah, I, I I agree now too. After watching it a second time, I think that's what he's saying. I didn't 
have the, you know, he didn't say this. I didn't have the balls to do what I needed last time. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's talking about his planet yeah, because he didn't do it and then it was destroyed. And I think that because, because of kind of his kind of what he's been doing is going to each one of these planets and killing half of the people. Well, he's just been going to ones that have been over, you know, mm-hmm. that look that he feels like is already destroyed, mm-hmm. like Earth, for example. Yeah, and I, I think that's he. I think you know the the first Avengers when they were coming. I think that that was their opportunity, their chance that they were going to do that to Earth. Mm-hmm. They were going to kill Take half out. the population, and that's what it was going to be. Right. And, you know, Loki was going to be the the king of the. The planet, but I think that's what they he was trying to do. He was trying to you know kill half the people on mm-hmm. on the planet, mm-hmm. and I think that it was it was you know one is probably taking too long to sit here and go planet by planet, even though he has a huge army to where it's just like hey, I made this this gauntlet that can hold all six stones. I get all six stones. It's over with a snap of my finger. Right. And I feel like he still wants the power. I mean, mm-hmm. deep down, it's for a good reason. But then when you start getting one Infinity Stone and you can feel the power of just one, mm-hmm. then you're like, damn, I yeah. need more. And then it's kind of becomes like a drug. I need all of them. How am I going to do it? And then, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, he had that troll built in that glove. But I feel like he's had that glove for a long time because they've talked about it. Well, yeah, you have to probably go back to when you know Thanos first put it on. I'm trying, and I don't know what what in credit movie that was for, but I would assume that he probably had it made even earlier than the first time he put it on. So, and we know that when he had it made, right after he had it made, he shut down that whole little. Star mini thing. I can, don't and all ask that me what stuff. it was called. Yeah, they even say it's a made up word, and then Thor goes, "Every word is a made up word." <laughs> <laughs> which is which? That is Thor, and that was and it was hilarious. Right. It's like you know Batman saying that. It's like it was completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But so, so it's like, how long has that whole thing been shut down? And had they not? I guess if it was just that one dwarf or troll or whatever i guess he was unable to get word out but nobody else was coming here to get things made or done or yeah like it was nothing anything. was happening no weapons for you guys thor you, you had your hammer yeah. and you said see you guys later well i i mean i guess he had he's had his hands full i mean he has kind of been out and about for the last few years trying to well he's had his hammer so why would, the, yeah why would he go back there and he's sitting there trying to find all these stones and do all this so is his anyway. axe can only be held by him? Is that the same as his uh, other hammer? I or have can no idea. We're yet, we're yet to... Well... He did say that, you know, you're of weak mind and mm-hmm. weak body and mind, you know, this yeah. would... But Teen Groot put the handle on there and lifted it up. Yeah. But... I mean, it was his. It's... it's His yeah, handle. His, 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 yeah. His, his, yeah. His, yeah. Teen Groot is now the handle. <laughs> But I wonder if if now that it's fully together, because at that point it was in two pieces. Mm-hmm. If it now it's, or it could be something different. Maybe it just 
I think I think that the hammer what Milnor Mil Milnor I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, it's and, some, and you said it too many times, messed up that I can't say it. <laughs> Milnor something like that sounds but writer writer. <laughs> <laughs> so when that was destroyed, they said Thor is the weapon. So he and you know like when at the end when he comes through the gate because now his. Axe can be a bridge. Yeah, can open up the the rainbow bridge or whatever it is, which is now really cool that Thor now has like a key to mm-hmm. get wherever he wants to, kind of like Thanos, because Thanos just comes and goes wherever he wants right. to. Because one minute he's beating the shit out of everybody on Titan, and then after he gets the stone, he just opens up a thing, walks right through it, and now he's he's on Earth for mm-hmm. for this for this fight. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was really cool. I wonder if Doctor Strange. Wonder if one of his things could go through the like how how far, far can, it, can go? it go? Because that, that was one of the things I was I was thinking when they when they defeated um, uh, Ebony Maw when they sent him out into space when they're still on the ship. My thing was, can he just use that to get off the ship and go? I mean, I would think that you could. Because it's not, because distance shouldn't have anything to do with it. You just could think of what the place is. Yeah. Because it was like you just think of a place and you'd be there. Uh huh. Which, if he can do that, that would be really cool. It would now, be cool. You know, it's like now. I mean, he's. I mean, and right now he's dust, so it doesn't. It doesn't it does, matter. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. I do think right that now. they still have so Stark and. Nebula, Nebula are on still Titan. have Star Lord's plane. Yes. It's there. Nebula's plane. She crash landed into Thanos. <laughs> into Thanos. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but their their ship should be still out there. Yeah, and 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 she should be able to fly that thing. It shouldn't be a problem. So they should get in, and so they can get off that planet. Yeah, um, I don't and I assume Tony Stark's going to say, "Hey, we need to." point this towards earth because that's where the other stones were i mean because he knows vision was there mm-hmm. and that was the last stone that he needed was was visions yeah because they have no idea but it seems like okay then if okay we have to think about if these people come back from the dust do they come back where they were so then dr strange and spider-man would still be on titan when they will come back i have no idea and i don't know how how they're going to do number two on how long it it takes them to get these people back. I would assume it's going to take them at least half the movie. Like, these people won't be in at least the first half of the movie. Right. I, I think it'll probably be like Iron Man, Nebula, everybody who's alive, which is Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, Black Widow, War Machine, Nebula, um, Rocket. And I don't know about... Wong, because we didn't see him. I don't know about Hawkeye. They mentioned him at the beginning of the movie, but we don't know if he got dusted or if he's still around. Ant-Man. Don't know if he got dusted or not. I assume he probably did not. Mm -hmm. So he will probably be there because I think he's going to be one component. Captain Marvel will be the, the other component on taking care of Thanos. I think those two kind of hold the keys on getting this thing turned around. Right. That's what I would feel like. Especially since their two movies are the ones that are happening in between. Mm-hmm. And then so there has to be a reason for that. And then on top of that, 
you still have the main Avengers there. You still have you still have the main ones who were there from the beginning. Question mark with with Hawkeye, but you you still have you know the super powered ones and all that still there. So mm-hmm. the Avengers movie, it's still not going to be like you know new Avengers or the new group yet. This will be. Yeah, because I feel like the people who made it out of this movie are probably not going to be making it out of the next movie at to some point. Yes, I, I, I would assume. I still feel like the people we feel like are going to die are probably going to die. And out of those people that we feel like are going to die, that is pretty much all the original Avengers, mm-hmm. like Iron Man, Captain America, and... Thor and Hulk and all that. I I am kind of. I don't know what to do with, with, Thor as far as if I think he will die in the next one or not because, the Ragnarok movie was so good. It's like wouldn't they want to kind of, try to see if they could do another, great Thor movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. How I mean, how or it seems like something that's like you don't want to kill off everybody, but I could feel like like if they did another Thor, it would be kind of like a transition out of Thor movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, like just because uh, you know Thor is alive doesn't mean he has to be in any of these movies. You know, like he. Oh yeah, yeah, he doesn't, and and maybe he, and just maybe simply he he won't be. Um, Captain America. I know that Chris Evans said his contract is up after Infinity War two. Um, I got a feeling, pretty good feeling that it's probably going to be his last movie mm-hmm. and maybe they'll, you know, if they get Bucky back, maybe they'll give him Captain America. Cause I'd like to see Bucky be Captain America. I think that'd be really cool. So when he, when I saw him get dusted, I, I had big time concerns, but then when I saw everybody else who got dusted, my concerns lessened Yeah, thinking, okay. Everybody got dusted's coming back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the people that we just don't know who are going to come back is Loki, Gamora, Vision. I mean, he was out technically beforehand, but I feel like mm-hmm. and Heimdall. Um, I don't think he's coming back yet. Yeah. I think those two that died at the very beginning of the movie, they're the, done and gone. They yeah. ain't coming. back. The only back. people I didn't know is so you know Asgard. I thought all of them died. He just destroyed their ship. Yes. So it always made me wonder what happened to the girl that was from the Valkyrie, from the Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Because you never saw any of that. No, you didn't. And and I caught it the second time that we watched it last night was um, Thanos had said something like, you know, I've, I've saved half the people on this ship. Mm-hmm. So half of them got slaughtered. So where's the other half? Because he destroyed the ship because by the time the Guardians get there, it's it's a complete Right. Did he just graveyard. put them on, their, on his ship? Did they were able to take a ship? And maybe I'm thinking maybe she's the one who's kind of, you know, Thor was like, you need to lead these people, you know, or you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At so, some point, because, you know, they did start off kind of like in the, the story's already kind of started mm-hmm. because you, we didn't see the one planet get destroyed. He just mentions it. The yeah. Novacore planet. Because I, I thought, I thought for sure they were going to show that and that's how it was going to start or they would have talked about it because of the way Ragnarok 
ended with Thanos's ship being right there in front of Thor's that maybe they would have talked about it and as he's talking about it kind of show you what he did to get mm-hmm. that first the first power stone. I mean you, technically we didn't need it. I but mean, no, I think no, it was we a good didn't. Call. We no, didn't we, need it. No, you we just didn't had to know it. what happened and then okay, yeah. cuz you know he got the stone so you knew something bad went down. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he had one stone when the movie started was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I was just wondering what happened to the other Asgardians. And then to kind of go back to Thor Ragnarok and people we don't know about, uh, Lady Sif, mm-hmm. like she wasn't in Thor Ragnarok, and that was because she was. I read where she had scheduling conflicts with the show that she's on and doing the movie. So I don't know if that was to her benefit. <laughs> If she would have been able to be there, if she would have also died on Asgard, and maybe since she was unable to because of scheduling, maybe she's still in play, maybe. If we never see or hear anything about her again, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It was just a, just a kind of I, another I, I character out there. that guy, like, though, from Ragnarok. Yeah, he I, was hilarious. So maybe, maybe, maybe if... Half of the people on the ship did survive. Maybe he is part of the half that did. Yeah. And it's kind of... Because you didn't see his big rock body mm-mm. lying there. It was just a bunch of folks. Yeah. So. Who knows? But yeah, I mean... I mean, they did just such a good job of not making it feel crammed. You got all the story. Mm-hmm. You were in like different parts of the... Of space... You know, <laughs> seen Spider Man in space, and I mean his was, new his Iron Spider suit was cool. And Tony Stark's new, like all of oh. his nanotechnology was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that you know it kind of can heal himself a little bit with all of that, yeah, which and was awesome. Then then the fight scenes were all all awesome. Like the fight scene you had with when you had the the Black Dwarf and Ebony Maw mm-hmm. first show up on the streets. Of, in New York, that was awesome. Yeah, and then the big, huge battle in Wakanda. I know. I mean, was just seeing so all of the massive. You know, just seeing all of the different tribes from Wakanda, uh-huh. and then you know how they fight, and then those creepy dog like creatures, four arms, but yet they were also like running on all their yeah. arms and like it was, and then like kind yeah. of kill themselves trying to get through this yeah. thing, getting chopped in half and. I mean, just just so much stuff happened. Mm-hmm. The Black Order was really cool. Like, they all looked badass. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. And then just, I mean, the, I mean, you just think about, you never thought that you could have this big of an event happen in a movie and you have time for it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was two, two hours and 40 minutes, which is the longest Avengers or MCU movie yeah. that there's been. But the way that it's built, it has like you you can kind of focus on these mm-hmm. little vignettes of story and yeah. it moves you along and it never felt like too it never felt long. And it was no. just such a I mean, I'd say, I mean, this is I mean, for superhero movies, yeah, it's awesome movie. But I feel like even like in just regular movies, mm-hmm. no, maybe it's not like I mean, it's not like Oscar award winning kind of stuff, but I mean it is a good movie mm-hmm. and entertaining and I mean, yeah, if you don't like the stuff, you're not going to like it. But, I mean, this is probably 
one of the best made superhero movies that's ever been made. Yeah. Oh, I I, I completely agree. I mean, hands agree. down. And I would even say even like sci-fi genre. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like Lord of the Rings can get nominated. I feel like this movie, I mean, of what they did and how they did it, I mean, mm-hmm. it's up there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. So... I mean, there's, I mean, we could probably keep talking about how good this movie is. I mean, we could probably focus in on little tidbits on this whole thing. I do think that Vision, I do feel like Vision might come back if she was able to get enough of him out of the stone. Like, there might be another, like, his hard drive or something Mm -hmm. they have, and they can kind of rebuild a different version of him. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. Anyway, she's she's badass. I mean, and the whole thing when she's like, why didn't you just do this? And they're like... Uh, I I love her character. I know. It's, it's she's just so smart. It's like yeah. <laughs> she's so much smarter than everybody else. And and she's I always so it. she's always so happy. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's kind of like it's like being smart is like second nature to her. She's like, well, why didn't y'all just think of this? Mm-hmm. She's like, duh. It's like it's so easy for her. I mean, it's mm-hmm. awesome. yeah. And saying that to you know Bruce Banner and Tony Stark, who up to this point. And well, before the Black Panther movie, they were the you know the smartest guys in the room, and then you get introduced to her and Vision, Black, who's Black all Panther. computer, mm-hmm. you know, thinking you know when he was yeah. Jarvis and Ultron, being super smart. And she's like, "Why didn't you just do this? And mm-hmm. why didn't you you know blah blah blah?" Yeah, there was there was one there was one other thing that we haven't talked about, completely missed, and I feel we would look like complete idiots if we didn't bring it up. Because we got paid off from a movie that came out a long time ago with Red Skull mm-hmm. being in this. I thought about it when we were talking about the Soul Stone and then we kind of got off on a tangent. I was going to bring it up. I, I, was, I was shocked and floored well, it's to kind of see like, him kind of like, in I it. recognize this voice. Yeah, I'm like this voice, it sounds very familiar even though it's not the same actor playing the role but it's but it, the, the the it's very similar and like what whose voice is it and then you see that this death figure kind of guy floating there or whatever turns out to be red skull who's kind of the gatekeeper kind of to the soul stone mm-hmm. when thanos and gamora show up right and he kind of gives you a little background on what happened to him once he actually touched the tesseract and he didn't get disintegrated or destroyed or killed or anything. He got transported to this place to be the the gatekeeper, kind of, so to speak, mm-hmm. of the Soul Stone. And to know everything about everybody. Right. And so he knew who Thanos was. He knew who Gamora was. And he's been protecting this thing for 70-some-odd years. And Gamora... Knew where the Soul Stone was, so yeah, she, she knew, had found the map. She had found the map, so she probably remembered the map, burned the map, and so she knew where it was. Wanted Peter to kill her if Thanos ever got her. He tried, but his gun turned to bubbles. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And so once I saw that in the movie, I then like you know watched it on YouTube because I wanted to see that scene in the first Avenger. What happened to him when he touched it? And yeah, it. He. I don't know why we ever kind of thought that he got destroyed. He get this like little ray of light kind of just t- 
took him and he shot off into space, which was an awesome payoff. Well, the thing is, is that, I mean, watching this movie, there's so many kind of payoffs or stuff that they, you know, it's like, you know, that they knew that this was coming when Mm -hmm. they made those movies and might not have known a hundred percent. And they might've added some stuff in like, Ooh, guys, what if we brought this back? Mm Mm-hmm. Which is totally fine, but it's like, you know, now you can go back and watch these 19 movies. So there will be 20 movies, or 22 movies. Yeah, there will be 22 movies. From the beginning to Avengers Infinity War 2. Yeah. And to complete Phase 4. So Mm -hmm. there's going to be 22 movies, and you could go back and watch stuff and know... It's kind of like watching Game of Thrones Season 1... Why you, you know, yeah, you know, after you've already seen all the other seasons, it's, just, it's, just, it's like it's they just have good these pay, payoffs mm-hmm. that you know that they thought about it. It makes you feel like they care about the viewer mm-hmm. and the comic book, and you know, they respect your knowledge of the of the comics. Yeah, and you know, and the fact that they put all of this thought process in there makes you love the movies even more because it's like. They're not just throwing crap at a screen to make money. They, it feels like they care about these characters just as much. And even the actors, mm-hmm. you know, they care about these characters. You know, who's going to sign up to do nine movies if they don't actually care about it? And it's like, oh yeah, I don't know. And it's like now it's to be a superhero in an MCU. I mean, you're gonna, it's not taboo like beforehand. They're like, well, you've you've given up on your career. Mm-hmm. Now this is making people's career. Yeah, it's like and there's so many people out there that want to do it and be a part of it, especially the, the MCU because they just have this thing. This it's just rolling, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to after you know Infinity War Part Two, what the Phase Four is going to look like because right now they don't have anything kind of out there on what movies are coming out other than you know Guardians of the Galaxy Three is 2020. But then everything else is, you, you don't know. You, right, you, and it's like you, it's introducing you to characters that you didn't even know about. Like, yeah, people who read the comics, they know all of these. But mm-hmm. you're introducing a whole new generation of people that maybe never watched. They watched some of the cartoons. They mm-hmm. love the movies. Like, we, you know, we never read the comics. But you're introducing us to all these new characters. Like, before I saw the movie Iron Man... I had no idea who he was. Yeah, I had no clue who he was either. And, you know, and it's kind of... and Because even Marvel, I didn't know anything except Spider-Man and X-Men mm-hmm. for Marvel. I didn't know any of the other stuff. It was all DC because growing up, that's all I... You know, Superman, Batman, mm-hmm. you know, all of those characters I knew. Yeah. But now it's kind of like... You know, now it's kind of flip-flopping. Mm. Oh, yeah. But it's like... And man, I have to say... I love Doctor Strange. I love that guy. Yeah, and, and it's, I mean, and, I, and I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange too because oh, I know because of the way that that one ended. I know. Like, I'm looking forward to all of the movies. Just mm-hmm. line them up. I'm ready. And one thing that, that that Kevin Feige is not doing this year is going to the Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I guess he's. They said that they they don't have any reason to go to the Comic Con, um, so they're not going to go. So I would assume. 2019's Comic-Con of the MCU is going to be huge. Because that's where they're going to introduce, I would assume, Phase 4. 
and they'll show their graphic that has all the logos of all the movies and sequels that they're right, going to do for Phase Right, because it'll be after four. Infinity War, uh-huh. too. I mean, it's going to be yeah. after that. This is where they're going to do their big launch of all the new characters, probably actors who are going to be playing these new characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're going to have the Fox, you know, they're probably still some stuff kind of figuring out once this Fox deal gets done. They can start adding some of those characters into I this Phase 4. I'd love to see... A, you know, like the transition from like Guardians of the Galaxy to Fantastic Four, right? Because I, I love to see the Fantastic Four get in here. Yes, I'd like to see the the X Men and, and do all that stuff and who they who they get to play all these other characters and how they how they do it. But it's just I I would really like to see how I would love to them, see a Cyclops oh, just, done right. Done, yeah. Well, yes, there's so many X-Men things I like to see done right because we've gotten garbage. But it seems like X-Men you could put on the back burner because people have seen so much of the X-Men. I think you could kind of hold off on some of that and then focus on some of the things that they did, you know, like the Fantastic Four and Mm -hmm. some of the other characters where maybe you can introduce some of the X-Men but in different ways where, you know, they have like little offshoots. And And yet I trust Marvel is going to do it. Do it right. They've probably been talking about this for ever. Mm-hmm. How to, if we did buy Fox, how are we going to get these other characters involved in right. here? And I'm I'm sure they are so far mapped out in years oh, yeah. ahead of everything that we just need to have patience because we only get like three movies, four movies a year. So I it's know. like, we need more. <laughs> I know. You, you have too many characters. We needed to see more. Yeah. And that doesn't even include their Netflix universe, you know, the no. Marvel Netflix. So, I mean, they have all those characters, too, that mm-hmm. they're building up their own little kind of world. So, yeah. oh, man, that's good stuff. But anyway, so I think we should go ahead and do our yeah. our rankings. Do you yes. want to do the, I can't remember how we usually do it. Well, we'll, we'll do the movie ranking. We'll do the grades, then rankings, then we'll do the MCU. Where, where Yeah. Okay. Where it places. Okay, so... Grades, we've seen it twice in the theater, so that already kind of gives away. I'm sure both of our grade is the same. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of the same on this one, so we could probably go through it pretty fast. Yes. I'm giving it an A. Yes, I agree. An A. I mean, I've seen it twice in the theater. I have no problem seeing it again. I, you know, it's... Most likely you will when, you know... Oh, yeah, because I'm not going to let him live his life without seeing it. (laughs) (laughs) In the theater. (laughs) Yes, and it's one of those things where, like, our next movie that we're going to, is up for review is Deadpool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, you know, two weekends away. I sure hope that there's time for me to uh, squeeze in another showing of Infinity War (laughs) before then. So, so there's that. So, yes, we both give it an A. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so where does it where does it go on your movie of the twenty eighteen? Where does it rank? Well, I mean, I don't know if we need to go through the whole list. Well, I mean, there's only six. Well, anyway, okay, so number six, Rampage. Number five, Wrinkle in Time. Number four, Tomb Raider. Number three, Ready Player One. Number two, Black Panther. And number one, Avengers. Yes, ditto. My my list is pretty much the same. We just have Tomb Raider and Ready Player One flip flopped, but that's mine as well. It's I when I saw Black Panther, I was at, honestly sitting here and thinking, I, I can't. I know 
Avengers Infinity War is going to be huge. It's going to be big. But is it going to be... As good of a story. As good of a story, knowing that there's so much in it, so many characters. Can they do it justice and beat Black Panther? And I was floored when I saw Infinity War, and I was like, they did it. Mm -hmm. They actually gave everybody their, their due in this movie. They had a great story. There were some surprising things in there, and they did. They they pulled it off. So, I completely agree. So. Well, cool. Where does it rank in the MCU movies for you? So, how you want us to do this? Go through all of them again? Uh... I mean, let's just do it. Let's, yeah, let's just do okay, it. Okay, number 19. It's a it's a list and it's what we do, so... Let's do it then. So, number 19, Iron Man 2. Number 18, Hulk. Number 17, Thor 2. Number 16, Thor 1. Number 15, Iron Man 3. 14, Ultron. 13, Winter Soldier. 12, Captain America. 11, Guardians 2. Number 10, Spider-Man. Number 9, Doctor Strange. Number 8, Ant-Man. 7, Thor Ragnarok. 6, Iron Man. 5, Avengers. 4, Black Panther. 3, Guardians Volume 1. 2, Civil War. And number 1, Avengers Infinity War. I mean, it's basically the accumulation of all these put together. So it's like, come on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying. All right. So my list of the MCU movie rankings is 19, Thor 2, 18, Iron Man 2, 17, Iron Man 3, 16 is Thor, 15, Age of Ultron, 14, Hulk, 13, Captain America, First Avenger, 12, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, 11, Spider-Man, 10, Thor Ragnarok, 9, Winter Soldier, 8, Doctor Strange, 7, Ant-Man, 6, Avengers, 5, Iron Man, 4, Guardians Volume 1, 3, Black Panther, two, Civil War, and one is Avengers Infinity War. I mean, it, it is, it is. It's like, it's like all these movies in one. It's so good. It almost makes me want to watch most of these again, even the ones I don't like. Like, I could see all the way, I could see all the way Age of Ultron and above. The other three, I feel like, eh, you don't really need. It's Thor 2. If I needed to be any recap on Reality Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, if you took out Iron Man 3, I could probably see the other Thors. But I don't know. I feel like some of this, I feel like I need to rewatch again just so I would know. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if I do like a... If I could get my hands on some of these movies without having to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> I might rewatch some of them. But... Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, so the next the next MCU movie up is Ant-Man and the Wasp in July. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm looking forward to that. At first, when when we finished in the Infinity War on Thursday, I left there not really wanting to see Ant-Man and the Wasp because of the after credit scene with Captain Marvel. It's like, I just want to see Captain Marvel now. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happens in here. How does she get sucked into coming in for Infinity War 2? But then some time went by and thought about it, read some stuff, and... There's a reason why Ant-Man is after Infinity War 1. And while it takes place prior to it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be something in there that shows us yeah. his involvement. So I'm now back on the board of really anticipating, really wanting to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because the trailers look great. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be a fun movie. Yes. So, so anyway, okay, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Oh, man. We'll be back later this week with our TV reviews. We weren't able to do our TV reviews last week because of scheduling conflicts. So this week we're going to do a double television week episode. Yes, and we'll probably have some other scheduling conflicts too. So who knows? We'll get it done when it gets done. So uh, that wraps it up for us today. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us at Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So that's going to wrap it up for us today. We'll be back later this week. But until then, see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye.